I am thrilled to be here. One of the best times of my life. Uh, these past two weeks, uh, we we have, uh, we came here for Joy's birthday, and uh, it has been phenomenal. I want to thank uh, Pastor Craig and Miss Nita for having us. And, uh, you know, all the time we started out in Germany and then we went to Korea and then we went to Guam. My very first church I started as a young man at the age of 25, 25 and uh, started my first church. That's where I made all my mistakes and everybody pointed them out. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I am so thrilled. I, I stopped preaching literally uh, because my memory is getting not so good. And so when I do make mistakes, uh, I have dyslexia. So when I make a mistake, I might not read it exactly the way it is. You can shout it, shout it out. I don't care. Uh, you can do whatever you want. My wife generally helps me out a little bit. She'll shout it out, and then I'll say, "I'll say, well, you can read it off the board." But uh, you know, the thing of it is, is God takes who you are. God takes who you are and uses you for who you are. God does. God doesn't look for the for the smartest. He would pick Pastor Craig. He doesn't look for the handsomest, which was me. <laughs> he looks for those who say, I will go. And when you say you're going to go, God will, God will take you. He takes you exactly the way you are. Doesn't want you to change. He takes you as you are. Of course, he does change you. Come on now, really. But your personality is what he uses. I spent 20 years in the United States Army. And in those 20 years as a soldier, uh, in those 20 years, 10 as an engineer, and the last 10 as an army chaplain. And uh, so I am well aversed with the military. Uh, anybody here have ever been in the military before? Any military? Uh, we, have a, we have a few. Uh, what I'm going to talk about today is God's... Okay, I can move just a little bit over here. No, I can't. I'm going to stay here. Awake and wave my hands and beat the guy right in front of me. <laughs> Is the characteristics of God's soldiers. Now, in the U.S. military, they have what you call, wait a minute, i got to back that up. They have what they call the army values. Now, if you can look here at the army values, you have loyalty, you have duty, you have respect. Selfless service, honor, integrity, and personal courage. Now, they put these army values, I, I would assume that they took them from the Bible. Because that is exactly the characteristics that a Christian should have. We are born again, children of God, a saved, blood-bought uh, from the Lord Jesus Christ. We are His. He gives us, when we're saved, these characteristics. And every one of us has those. Thou therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. 
and the things that thou hast heard of me, heard of me among many witnesses, commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. In planning the five churches that I did, my first one in Kentucky, I had to call, after I got done planning the church, I had to call a pastor. And I had the pastor, of course, when he came, I was there about six months and I helped him. And I then became a worker in the church. I remember the first time he said, I need somebody for Sunday school. He said, Brother Rick, or for a nursery, he said, Brother Rick, will you go there? I said, I sure will. So I can do anything. I can go to the nursery or I can preach the gospel. I mean, I can, I can do it all. And we should want to be able to do it all. Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Christ, of Jesus Christ. A good soldier. No man that warreth entangles himself with the affairs of of this life. We live, our life is good, we're saved, we're born again, but the world is wicked. And it's up to us to change the world. That we may please Him who has chosen Him to be a soldier. To be a soldier. So as we look and investigate the values, understand that a godly soldier, a godly soldier would have loyalty. When you think of being loyal as a soldier, you when, when that officer tells you attack that hill, you don't say, oh, God, come on, really? Seriously? Uh, do you really want me to attack the hill? I mean, you don't know what I went through. You don't know who I am. When he tells you to attack the hill, what do you do? You attack the hill. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Help me, O Lord. In Psalm uh, 21, uh, I'm sorry, that's, that's why I don't, my wife said, please announce the verse. I get all these things backwards. <laughs> Numbers are terrible. Uh, help, Lord, for the godly man ceaseth. For the faithful fell from among the children of men. Be loyal to your God, to your calling. You know, I, when God called me, I said, God, I'll go. No matter where you say, and God said, I want you to go as a missionary. No, I don't want to go. Let somebody else go. I spent three years in the army in Germany. I don't want to go back. And I, God, what, what do you mean? Me go. I, I have dyslexia. I have problems. Send him. Send the smart one. Don't send me. Loyal to your calling. Then loyal to your family. I married my wife 51 years ago. We've been, I've been loyal and true and faithful to her like her little puppy. She tells me, sit, I sit. She tells me, go, I go. Because I'm loyal to your family. Secondly, a, a, good, a good soldier, a godly soldier, has to perform 
his duty. His duty. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. So he's summing up the whole book. And he's saying, let us hear the whole conclusion. of. Uh, let, us, let us get it all together. Let's sum it all up. Fear God. And keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. He sums it up. He said, this is it. The whole duty of man. Your duty. Our duty is to live a holy life. A holy life. I remember in Germany, of course, when I was a lot younger, I, the, I, my, my, I decided we would go ahead and create a priest's garment. And so I, I set the, fixed the hat, the mantle, the, the breastplate, the, 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 uh, the, all the garments. And we, the ladies in the church sewed and uh, we gathered everything together. And I preached a sermon called Holy, Holy, Holy. And I remember they wanted me to preach a tent meeting there in Germany. And I came in and I'm waving the the incense and I'm walking up and I'm in dressed in that garb and, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying holy, holy, holy Lord God almighty everybody laughed until the sermon and they stopped laughing because the, the point of the sermon is are you as holy as you should be and we need to understand that we're to be uh, a, live a holy life, obeying God, obeying God in everything that He's obeying God, and encouraging others to do the same. My brother, will you do it? My, will you do? I ask you, I beg you, I plead you, would you do it? You have to encourage others. You can't just whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. No, you've got to. Edge them on. Let's go. Let's go to let's go to Bible study. I, the best class I've ever been in was this morning. I was sitting there in, in awe of the lesson and I'm thinking, what a great opportunity! Uh, he should be there in churches preaching to thousands, but God called him to Ireland and preaches to who He gives. What a blessing! Uh, and then a. Uh, Godly solar has what? Respect. Yeah, I, I can't even see that. Yeah. It's your fault. <laughs> he did it off with his head. Okay. Okay, I'm you get me confused now. Huh? Come on. Okay, hold thou hold thou me up. And I will be safe. And I will have respect unto the what? Statutes continually. Continually. Lord, I'll follow your word, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go right or left. I'm gonna go straight. I'm gonna follow your word. Is it always easy to do that? No. So what happens when we don't do it? What do we do? We repent. We turn our lives to Jesus. At the day, at that day, shall a man look to his maker 
and his eyes shall have respect to the Holy One of Israel. To have respect to God. We have lived, we live in a world today that has no respect to God. And it bothers me. It, it does. I, I go places, I see things, and, and, and what, what people used to hide, and, and they're now in the open. Therefore, all things whatsoever ye would do, um, uh, whatsoever ye would that men shall do unto you, do ye even to them, for this is the law and the prophets. We need to respect God's law. God's law. When I visit England, there's a place in England in London called the Preacher Corner. I was telling the pastor about this. Uh, and everybody tries to gather a crowd. You'll have pre many preachers all around there, and they're all trying to gather a crowd. Oh, this one guy had a hat down on the ground, and he was hollering, looking at it, and he said, uh, it's alive! It's alive! And I'm thinking, "Woo! it's alive! It's alive! Everybody's gathering around. It's alive! He lifts up the hat in the Word of God. And then he preaches. It is alive. To God himself and to other people. We show that respect. That respect. I've been preaching 50 years. There's a lot of people who want to show me respect. I don't deserve any respect. The respect that comes to God. All the glory goes to God. Everything I've done goes to God. I'm glad He took the base things of this world to confound the wise. Because He does what He does. He doesn't do... He say, you go. I can't. I can't go. Yeah, you can. <laughs> and then we see that a godly soldier has selfless service. Following Jesus' example, he sacrificed all to save us. I want to bring it down to me. Thank God he saved me. I was a 16-year-old drug addict, and God reached down in the miry, filthy place that I was at, and it saved my soul. And when he saved me, I said, that's it, I want to serve him. I want to do whatever he wants me to do. I went home and told my mom. My mom says, you, you got a Bible. You're going crazy over religion, son. I said, I'm crazy over Jesus, mom. My mom, I witnessed to her. And she took cigarette butts and stuck them in her ears. And she said, I will not listen to you. Well, one day, one of the churches, Independent Fundamental Narrow-Minded Capital B Baptist Church, knocked on the door. And she said, my son, he's a preacher. They said, would you like to hear the gospel? Would you like to hear about Jesus? She said, I sure would. She got saved. You see, I'm on here to tell you, I prayed for her to get saved. I prayed for my family to get saved. My brother got saved. My sister got saved. I prayed for all of them to get saved. But I want you to understand, it's all about sacrifice. 
I beseech you, brethren, therefore, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. That's just, by the way, reasonable service, that's just to get by. This is what we do just to get by. And walk in love as Christ also had loved us and gave Himself for us. As an offering, as a sweet, uh, I'm sorry, as an offering and a sacrifice unto God with a sweet-smelling Savior. In Hebrews, but this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sin forever, he didn't have to go over and over again. My wife and I said when we were young, we used to say, uh, we used to be a big Star Trek fans. And she, I, she said, what if there's other people? And I said, I, uh, on other worlds, I said, I'll be the first missionary. <laughs> of course, your pastor had to say, throw a wet blanket on it. They, he only died once for one. And there had no more pay. I thought, oh, okay. Throw doctrine in this now. Mess us all up. Forever. Died once. Forever. And sat down at the right hand of God. You see, by his sacrifice for our salvation, Jesus gave us an example, teaching us also to sacrifice. You know, I, I've been in different countries preaching. Actually, I preached 40 different countries. Preached uh, over 3,000 in a, in, a, in a little place in India where they came and gathered and sat on the floor. Not one person moved for an hour and a half. When I got ready to preach, I, I generally preached 20 minutes. He said, uh, now here in India, these people, some walked a day to get here. We want you to preach at least an hour and a half. I said, I don't have an hour and a half. So I took three sermons, one bomb, bomb, and I preached one right after the other. Thank the Lord I only preached one time because I didn't have anything else. I preached everything I had. I don't feel I ever sacrificed. I feel it was a blessing to do what God called me to do. I'm living the best life I've ever lived. Never change. You're here today. You're not saved. You have no idea what you're missing. Woo! You have no idea. I'm telling you, holy God wants to give you some holy things. Righteousness. Some things that will get you excited. Get you, get you excited for the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to do that. Well, you just go on your miserable self. I'm just so miserable. I'm so miserable. I get some Jesus, you won't be miserable. But so, and then a godly soldier. It's honor. Honor. Walking the walk for Jesus. I'm sorry, there it goes again. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, wait a minute. Look, look at here. Memory verse. 
There's no, there, there's no, therefore, no condemn. There, there is therefore no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. This is this I say then. Walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh. How do you do it? Walk in the Spirit. That's not, you know, I, I, before I became a Baptist, Nita's mother was an independent fundamental and I capital B Baptist. I was a Pentecostal. She got on me on eternal security until I died. And then I finally surrendered. Yes, Jesus, your word is true. As Christians, we live as an example to others. There are people that should live better, but they don't. There are people that should be bold, but they're not. There are people who should, who should be wise from the Word of God, but they, they don't read it. How can they be wise? We all stand in judgment of God not for our sins, because they're under the blood, but for the things we should have did afterwards. I give every chance I possibly can to witness to those who don't. I, I know I know that you can't every single time. You can't. It's sometimes impossible. That's why they make gospel tracts. You can pass those out. But nothing like sitting there telling somebody about the blessed love of Jesus. Amen. About being born again, being washed in the blood of the Lamb. Live as an example to others. Jesus is our badge of courage. Wear him, amen. Put him on. When I was in, when I was deployed in, in Oman, right across the Yemenis border, I remember that we had to put on our armor. And, uh, you know, I had to put on my helmet of salvation. I had to put on my breastplate of righteousness. You know, they have the same armor they did back then. They got now. And, uh, my armor weighed about 90 pounds. That's why I'm so crippled up. I'd get up there, but I can't get back down, Harley. <laughs> you wear them as a badge of courage, honor, duty, loyalty. Then a godly soldier has integrity. A word that, huh? Oh, I, I thought you said I did it wrong. <laughs> Doing the right thing even when no one's looking. Mm -hmm. When I used to preach about pornography, I used to say, those of you viewing pornography had to go through an alley and you had to slither down a dark corner and you had to uh, slither into that to view pornography. Nowadays, you slither in your room and just turn on your computer. I've made a covenant with my eyes that I won't look upon a maiden or think on a maiden. We need to understand that we need to... Look, read your Bible every day. Do what God wants you to do every day. Put on the whole armor of God every day. But we need to have judge me, judge, judge me, O oh Lord. 
for I have walked in my integrity. Can you say that? Can you say that? I have, tr- I have trusted also in my Lord, therefore I shall not slide. What's wrong? What's wrong? Y'all been sliding like a big old, like, like, like get on the, uh, some grass with a, with a piece of cardboard riding down the hill. You've been sliding away from God. No, get up. Dust yourself off. A call on God to help you. Give yourself to a holy God. I'm here to tell you that's funny. Amen? Uh, who said people in Ireland don't say amen? <laughs> The just man walketh in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. The eyes of the Lord are in every place beholding good and evil. A person of strong moral courage Be a, be a person of strong moral courage. I'm going to have to tell a little story about Nita. Nita was very shy. Still is. She, one of our soldiers, asked Nita out on a date. <laughs> Nita got all dressed up, literally pretty. So happy. Shy. They went to the steakhouse and this Morally great man of God. They sat down to eat. He wanted to impress her, so he said, let us pray. <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Loud! He <laughs> said she could try to hide under every, the napkin. She couldn't hide. Well, that man thought he had moral courage, but he did. He never had another date. <laughs> Remember, remember, God is always watching, even if others are not. So live our life the way God wants us to live our life. Be the Christian God wants you to be. Be an example. I told my wife, I want my children, when I lay there in the coffin and they look down at me, I want them to say, he was a man of God. I don't want to say who he messed up the last few years. No. From the cradle to the grave, I want to, I want to, well, from when I got born again to the grave, I want want to serve the Lord. Personal courage. I need to quickly hurry. Personal courage. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God and the salvation to everyone who believeth to the Jew first and also to the Greek. We were up in Scotland. No, 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 we were not in Scotland. We were uh, up uh, in Dublin. And uh, I, these, I was trying in my old self to shuffle to a chair. And this girl and this guy and this other girl rushed past me and jumped in the chair. And it looked like they smiled evilish at me. They didn't, but 
Like, <laughs> I'm thinking the witch of Endor. <laughs> so I was thinking all the ways that I could tell them how wicked they are. After the person left, I sat down beside of her and she said, oh, where are you from? I said, Texas. And I said, but I'm here because Craig over there, and pastors, pastoring down there. And she said, oh, yeah. And so she asked all these questions. And the being the good pastor that he is, he witnessed to her, but in a loud voice. So everyone would hear. And I thought to myself, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, God is so good. We use every opportunity, every chance we can to be the Christian God wants us to be. In Deuteronomy chapter 31, verse number 6, I see I said it. Am I good, baby? Come on. Hallelujah. (laughs) Be strong and of a good courage. Of a good uh, courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of of them. For the Lord thy God, He it is that doeth go with thee. <laughs> Don't you love it? He will not fail thee nor forsake thee. I'm talking about God will always be there. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. <laughs> no matter what you're doing. You never need to fear Because God will give you the words to say to reach them with the gospel. You don't ever need to fear. I'm always afraid when I get ready to preach. I always have that. I I don't know how people are going to take me because I'm nuts. Scoot on the right boat, but I'm nuts. I came to the point in my life, as I put my suspenders, that now I don't care. If you like me or not, it's his church. (laughs) I'm just going to go. So as we sum up what I've covered so far in this lesson. Loyalty. Duty. Respect. Selfless service, honor, integrity, personal courage. Wait a minute. I'm going back. As we sum this up, I'm going to ask you a very personal question. If you're here today and you're not saved, nothing I said will matters to you. There's only one thing you need, and that's Jesus. If you're here today and you're not saved, you can get saved today. Somebody said, wait a minute, you it takes you, it takes months and months and years and years. Man, it took me one. I bowed the knee. I prayed to Jesus to come into my heart, and he saved me. He took away all my sins. Past, present, and future. Hallelujah. (laughs) And I want to live for Him. You're here today and you're not saved. God wants to save you. God wants to change your life. 
if you're here today and you're a Christian and you're sliding back, you're, you're not living like God wants you to live, or, or you fell to the where you shouldn't be, you can get that right today. I'm going to ask you to do something that I do in my churches. May, I don't know. A lot of preachers do it. My, I want to ask every head to be bowed, every eye to be closed. I want to ask you a question. First question I want to ask you. If you are a Christian, if you are born again, if you, you know you're going to heaven, I want you to be honest with me, and I want like you to slip your hand up in the air. Pastor, I'm, I, yes, I am, I am a Christian. I am a child of the living God. Thank you so much. God bless you. May, you may, oh, God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much. May the Lord bless you. Thank you. you. may put your hands down. Maybe you're here today and you say, Pastor, Pastor, if, I'm, if I die right now, the devil will take me to his hell. I don't want to go there. I want to be saved. Would you pray for me? I'm not going to come get you. I'm not going to embarrass you. I'm just going to pray for you. You're here today and you say, would you pray for me? Will you slip your hand up in there? I want to pray for you. God bless you, ma'am. God bless you, sir. Come on, put your hand up. Put it right. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. You may put your hands down. Now I would encourage you so much, those of you who raised your hand, to talk to the pastor. To talk to him and, and he'll show you in the Word of God how you know for sure if you die, you'd go to heaven. But I'm going to pray for you and turn it over to Him. Heavenly Father, Lord our God, thank You for your, the, your people here. I pray right now, dear God, that You get a hold of those Christians that raised their hand. Thank You that they've already accepted You. But I ask, dear God, that You help them to walk with You. That You help them to, 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 to do what You want them to do. But others have raised their hand. Many others, dear God, that raised their hand that they need Jesus as their Savior. I pray right now, dear God, you convict them and keep convicting them until they get saved. The Heavenly Father, they'll have the courage, the personal courage to go uh, to the pastor and say, I need salvation. I need Jesus. Lord God, I ask that you help them not to even rest until they settle this issue. Because it's so, so important. You died for all. So I pray now, God, that you get a hold of their life. Lord, help us. Lord, grant us the peace and the tranquility of knowing you. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, Pastor.